grace, mercy, and peace are yours from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Welcome to a sermon podcast from Salem Lutheran Church. For more information, please stay tuned at the end of the sermon.
in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want, I can do everything through him who gives me strength. The word of the Lord. We read from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 6, beginning at the 25th verse. These are the words of Jesus, and it is a portion of his entire sermon, uh, which was called the Sermon on the Mount. Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more important than food, and the body more important than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Who of you, by worrying, can add a single hour to his life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the lilies of the field grow? They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow, is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? So do not worry, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. The Gospel of the Lord. Our text for consideration is found recorded in the Gospel of Luke, chapter 17, beginning at the 11th verse. These words that you are about to hear is the traditional gospel reading for this Thanksgiving Day service. On another occasion, as Jesus was on his way to Jerusalem, he was passing along the border between Samaria and Galilee. When he entered a certain village, ten men with leprosy met him. Standing at a distance, they called out loudly, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. When he saw them, he said, go show yourselves to the priest. And as they went away, they were cleansed. One of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back, glorifying God with a loud voice. He fell on his face at Jesus' feet, thanking him, and he was a Samaritan. Jesus responded, were not ten cleansed? Where are the other nine? Was no one found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? Then he said to him, Get up and go your way. Your faith has saved you. This is the word of the Lord. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, with all the things that we hear on the news this day and, and even in our own personal lives, there is you might find yourself much to complain about. But on this day, I have to honestly say, I find myself truly blessed. And especially with the blessing of family and friends. Having family and friends is so important because I can honestly say that in my lifetime, I can't think of a time when I was alone. Sometimes people, when they don't have family and friends, they find themselves so alone that 
when these holidays come, and especially at Christmas time, many even consider to take their lives. How horrifying to hear. It just breaks one's heart to feel so alone, overwhelmed by despair, depression, and sadness. The reason I bring this up is because one of the requirements of a person who had leprosy was actually they were to live alone. Now, leprosy, when we use the word, we think of Hansen's disease. But the word actually comes from the Greek language and, and the Greek New Testament language. It's actually transliterated from the Greek. This word leprosy wasn't just referring to one kind of skin disease. In fact, the word was used to re really refer to any kind of skin disease that was contagious and that they couldn't cure. Oh, the Lord, under Moses and, and what he gave Moses to, to write down concerning this skin disease is recorded in quite detail. It was the priests that the people were to go to if they had a contagious skin disease. He was to look at it. He was to see if there was redness with it and where the whiteness was and if there was hair growing out of it. Quite detailed. And if it was decided that the treatments that were given did not cure the person of their skin disease, the person was to leave the city, not allowed to go home. They were not even allowed to come to the temple for worship. They were to live alone. In fact, they were to wear shabby-looking clothes, have the bottom half of their face covered, and any time someone came close to them, they were required to yell out, unclean, unclean. But now we hear of ten lepers. It doesn't sound like they're living alone. And in fact, these lepers, when they come up to Jesus, they don't yell, unclean, unclean. But instead, they yell out, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. Jesus was actually making his way to Jerusalem, and he was between the border of Samaria and Galilee. This was the road often taken when the Jews wanted to avoid Samaria. And here we hear of these ten men that one of them was a Samaritan, which then would maybe lead us to consider perhaps the others could have been Jews. Interesting that such a disease would no longer be an issue when it came to these two different cultures. Remember, the Jews hated the Samaritans, and the Samaritans hated the Jews. The Jews would call Samaritans dogs, and this wasn't the pet dog. This was the street mutt of a dog. It was not meant to be a compliment. And yet, here are these men yelling out, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. They called him Jesus. Where did they get this name? Where did they hear of it? Obviously, they did hear of it. We're not told when or where, but they did hear of it. They called him by the very name that the angel told Mary and Joseph to call the baby, the Christ child. This is Jesus. Literally means the Lord saves 
or if you shorten it up even more, the name means Savior. But then they called him Master. Usually, people who didn't know Jesus would call him either Rabbi or they would call him Teacher. But here, they called him Master. This, by the way, is a name that was usually spoken by Jesus' disciples. Disciple meaning student and pupil, and they're referring to Jesus as the one who is over them, the one who leads them. So obviously, these men, these gentlemen, were not unbelievers, and nor should we assume so. These were believers, and they were crying out for help. They had no place to go to, and they were going to the right place. They were going to the right source. As they cried out, have mercy on us. And Jesus did. He told them to go back to the priests and show themselves. And we're told that the men did go. Again, more proof that they were clearly believers. And on the way, they were healed. It was a miracle. All the medical science at the time did not heal them. And yet the Lord healed them. They would have an opportunity to show themselves to the priest and be able to go back home to their families. And even more than that, to go and worship at the temple. It was a miracle that they were healed. Proving, like all miracles, proving that Jesus is God and Jesus is the Son of God. He is the one who took on human flesh. He is the one, fully God and fully man, who gave his life as that sacrifice on the cross. He lived that perfect life which we could not leave. Oh, he won for us that righteousness. He won for us the hope that heaven is our home. This is the very one. This miracle definitely proved it. Just like the greatest of all his miracles, his resurrection, it proves that he is God, but more than that, it proves that sin is paid for. We have the forgiveness of sins, but more than that, there is life after death all because of Jesus, our Savior. When I hear these miracles of Jesus, I am awed. And I find myself rejoicing in my heart that when I pray to my God, I can pray to him knowing, yes, he hears my prayers, but more than that, he has the almighty power to heal them. These signs, these miracles that pointed to the fact that Jesus is God, notice that he didn't do such miracles that simply showed off. He always performed the miracles that helped and saved. There is no reason to live in fear. There is no reason to live in doubt. Our Lord uses his almighty power for us. We are no different than these men as we cry out, Jesus, have mercy on us. And by his undeserved love, he does. The very God who has saved us and freed us from even the leprosy of sin. 
which has separated us from God. But because of Jesus, we are now reconciled. Yes, pray to the Lord and do so with confidence and certainty that your God will even heal those physical troubles and tribulations. And above all, he saved us spiritually. So as the men were going, as I said, they were healed. And one, seeing that he was healed, did not keep going to see the priest. Instead, he turned around and ran back to Jesus. He fell with his face at Jesus' feet, which, by the way, was a physical way of saying he was worshiping the Lord Jesus. He humbled himself, certainly, because Jesus was far greater. He gave thanks to him, and Jesus commented that where are the other nine? Only one comes back to give thanks and glory and praise to God. And then Jesus says this, your faith has saved you. Now, most translations, and it's really the majority of translations, the ones that come after the King James, all translate, your faith has, has made you well. And I've always been confused by that translation because it, it, it sounds like the man's faith actually had made and cured him, which means Jesus, because the man had faith, was had to, to heal him. That the credit really belongs to the man for the faith he had versus the very one who actually did the healing. In the original language, the translation in the, this evangelical heritage version, your faith has saved you, is actually a literal translation. The word saved, this is the verb, and the noun that's connected with the verb is actually the word savior. That Jesus was saying more than simply your faith has made you well and has cured you. No, Jesus is speaking your faith in the source. For the man was before Jesus. He had his face to the ground. He was praising God. It was God who saved him. We do not take these words as simply he was healed of his, sin, of his skin disease, but that this is the Savior who has healed him of the leprosy of sin. Your faith in the Christ Jesus is what saves. God owes us nothing. And therefore, we have another miracle, don't we? The miracle of faith itself. Faith is not just simply a, a good work you do. This trusting and confidence. No, it's a gift of God. It's a miracle of God. The Holy Spirit, working through the very word of God, lives in your hearts. And through that word, always testifies of Christ, your Savior. And so as we gather on this Thanksgiving Day, don't forget one of the most precious gifts. Faith. That trust and confidence that you are saved. And for that, we cannot thank God enough. 
In fact, if you are one who on this day likes to set up a list of all the things to be thankful for, I bet you can never stop filling in that list. Because we brought nothing into this world and we can take nothing out. Everything that we have is truly a blessing from the Lord. But I pray that you will join me in also giving thanks to God that really the number one blessing is truly faith. Without that number one, all the rest are going to be taken for granted. Faith. This is what makes Thanksgiving, and not just Thanksgiving, every day such a blessing. Faith in Christ is why we can say to one another, no matter what has happened in our lives, or no matter what's going to happen, can say always Happy Thanksgiving. Amen. Thank you for taking the time to listen to a sermon podcast from Salem Evangelical Lutheran Church. If you have any further questions or would like to learn more about Salem Lutheran and its ministry, please check out our website at www.salemevlutheran.org. Once again, that is www.salemevlutheran.org. May God bless you today and every day.